Thank you, Gloria. Good morning. How are we doing? The world is sick, isn't it? Uh, we have some people who are ill. Please continue praying for them. And uh, we are happy and glad to be here. May the, may the Lord keep you healthy, all of you. Keep us all healthy. Amen. Uh, let's open our Bibles to the Gospel of Matthew. Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7. Chapter 7. Beginning verse 13. 13. Matthew seven thirteen, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is broad that leads to destruction. And many are those who enter by it. For the gate is small, and the way is narrow that leads to life, and few are those who find it. Beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Grapes are not gathered from the thorn bushes, nor figs from thistles, are they? Even so, Every good tree bears good fruit. But the rotten trees bear bad fruits. Even so, every good tree, excuse me, a good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a rotten tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then, you will know them by their fruits. I repeat, so then you will know them by their fruits. And that's our subject today. May the Lord bless his word. That question I want to ask you, are we fruitful? Are we fruitful? As we carry on with our lives, we are being watched. I mean, as Christians, by all kinds of people evaluating our Christianity. Isn't that what's happening now? Our devotion to our mission is being looked at. And above all, what kind of Christians are we? You know, and the people's that are in our lives, are beholding in us what it means to be a Christian. In Matthew 3.8, we read, Bring forth fruit in keeping with your repentance. In other words, if we have repented, our sins are forgiven, our life is Hid in Christ. If we are true Christians, well, we have to bring 
Christian fruits. The reputation of the Christian, let me tell you this, and I hope, I know you all know it. The reputation goes before you. Period. Uh, a group of uh, teenage girls were discussing a new leader for their Bible class. And here's a comment I read and I'd like to share it with you. Said one girl, if you kids pick up Mrs. L to be our teacher, I'm quitting. Why? What's wrong with her? As several of the group of the students. Plenty was the reply. Remember how I used to go to help her with her housework on Sunday, on Saturdays? Well, she still owes me money. And she won't pay me. Also, she talks a lot about being a good Christian. And boy, you should hear her nasty things about what, what, about what she says about some of her neighbors. Honest kids, I know I shouldn't talk about her, but please, let's wait until we find a teacher who lives what she teaches on Sunday. You shall know them by their fruits. The reputation of a Christian goes before him. I want to talk about two things today. I, I, well, the source of a fruitful life. The source of a fruitful life. And the second point I want to talk to you about. So you won't forget, no, not very many points. Okay, how can I be fruitful? Now, the source of a fruitful life. It's a fact, and we all know it. We can lead people, please listen to this, only as far as we have gone ourselves. We are all models to others of what we believe, and we show it in our actions, attitudes, words, and lifestyles. What people see in us are deciding factors for or against Christ and what he means to us. People read us. Paul writing to the Corinthians, I believe, he said, People read your life. You are our message. It's read by others. And people read us. And all what they read defines what kind of Christianity we are displaying. You know what? This is, this portion speaks about trees. About good fruits and bad fruits. And we can tell, I think most of us know, we can tell what kind of a tree it is 
by its fruit. You cannot always distinguish this tree by its bark or by its leaves, but you will know by its fruit. So it is with us. The Bible says, and we read it, you shall know them by their fruits. And this is what we need to look within today. Say, what do my neighbors say about me? What do people I work with say about me? Do I have good fruits there? Do I display Christ the right way? The way he should be displayed? Do people read me well? And when they read me, they say, oh, would like to be like her, like him. You shall know them by their fruits. This passage leads to an honest evaluation of true fruitfulness. In the New Testament, I can find about five, several ways to display that. The character of Christ that is reproduced in us. Oh, the character of Christ that is reproduced by each and every person. The fruit of the Spirit. They are in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. The first one is love. Do we love the way Christ loves? Joy. And all the rest. These are the fruits that the Christian should always have. And people should read that and discover that this is a true Christian. He's different than others, period. He's different than others. How about the fruit of the branch connected to Christ the vine? The fruit of good works. This comes, the fruit of good works follows the life that is surrendered to the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot have good works without having Christ in you. All the others is of no value whatsoever. And then the fruit of a new life in others through our witnesses and through our evangelism. Are we doing that? The source is no matter how we interpret it, the source is the Lord Jesus Christ. You have Christ in your life, you have everything. In John 15, 5, the Lord Jesus promises apostles in the upper room and he says, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Regardless what you think, you think I can do good works. You can I, I donate to the to charity. I give to I go work one day every month 
uh, down there in San Francisco with the homeless. Good. Everything uh, you do is fine. Anything you uh, that to help others is fine. But without Christ, you can do nothing. That affects your eternal life. That affects your how Christ lives in you. You shall know them by their fruits. Do people know us? Listen to this story. I read it and I thought, uh, I will share it with you. It's a little bit long, but that's okay. When Lawrence of Arabia, some of you don't know who's Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> that was early in the 20th century was in Paris after World War I. With some of his friends from the Middle East, he showed them the sights of the city and the Arc de Triomphe, the Louvre, Napoleon's tomb, the Champs-Élysées, but none of these things impressed them. The thing that really interested them the most was the faucet in the bathtub of the hotel room. <laughs> it's funny, but listen to that. They found it amazing that one could turn a handle and get all the water he, he needed. Later, when they were ready to leave Paris and return home, and that's a true, true story, Lawrence found them in the bathroom with wrenches trying to disconnect the faucet. <laughs> And they said, if we have them, we will have all the water we want. Lawrence, Lawrence had to explain that the effectiveness of the fossils did not lie in themselves, but in the immense reservoirs of water to which they, are, they were attached. And he had to point out that behind this lay the rain, the snowfalls in the Alps, Etc. What tremendous application to our Christian lives. Like the faucet by itself, so as individual Christians by ourselves. Without Christ, we are useless. Without me, you can do nothing will be like faucets without water. Nowadays, my dear friends, nowadays, the lives of many Christians, and I say it with all respect, the lives of many Christians are like as dry as the Sahara Desert. Just look within a little bit. Are we fruitful? May we trust God by faith so that our lives may be abundantly fruitful and don't be a fruitless faucet. That's the whole 
conclusion of the story. May God help us to be connected to the source. And our only source is Jesus Christ. And who said it plainly, it's in the Bible, without me. John 15.5, without me, you can do nothing. When we, when we come to him, penniless, bankrupt, when we lay ourselves at his feet, knowing that there is nothing good in our lives, take it, change me, make me someone different. And when he sees that you are sincere with that, he can make something out of nothing. He will change you. All you need is to humble yourself before him. You've tried maybe many sources in, the, in life. You wanted to show that you are, uh, you are a good, you are fruitful. Let me tell you one thing. All the good works, all the charity work, all the things that you have done, they think they might add to my personality. In the eyes of God, there's nothing without him. You can do nothing. We are faucets without water. Dr. J.W.C. Wand, formerly he was the Bishop of London, has put this truth clearly in writing that true fruitfulness is not the laborious acquisition of virtue from without, but the rich and vast source of Christ's life from within. Someone said, I don't know who's that, fruitful Christian witness grows from roots of faithful obedience to Christ. I was talking to someone who is, who says he's Christian. And uh, I told him that that the main, the main secret of a true life that is fruitful to yourself and to others is obedience to Christ. Trust and obey. We sang that today. That true success of a Christian life is obedience. Obedience to the word of God. And as I, I might say, from me, blind obedience. As someone told me, I think, Mike Puzon, excuse me for saying that, uh, Mike, he says, tell me, tell me, tell me to jump, I'll jump. I don't know what you say here, okay? I'll jump. Lord, you tell me to do this, I will do it. The true, true secret of a Christian life, fruitful life, is obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ. And Spurgeon said, some obedience 
is totally no obedience. You want to be fruitful. You want to be, you want the people to be blessed by you. Follow the fruits of the Spirit and see what happens afterwards. You will be then a fruitful person. The foundation of our success in this journey is how much we obey over anything else. If we practice obedience, we shall reap success and prosperity. On the other hand, if we sow disobedience, we shall reap calamity and defeat. He that plants thorns must never expect to gather roses. So, Adol, how can I be fruitful? My answer to this is to walk God's way and to obey him and to surrender your life completely to him. In Colossians 1.10, we read, So that you must walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work. And increasing in the knowledge of God. Notice, first, pleasing God and living for God. Then, bearing fruit in every good work. Then good works follow. Faith first. Believing first. Then good fruit, good work follow. Someone said the fruits of the Spirit are nothing but the virtues of Christ. The Christian should resemble a fruit tree. Do you agree with that? Amen. For the decoration of a Christmas tree are only tied on and soon will have to be taken down and box them and store them either in the garage or in the cellar or whatever, wherever you live. Say, hey, but the Christmas tree looks beautiful, yes? It's a fruitless tree. We make it look good by putting things on it. And we shouldn't. And these decorations, these are no virtues. Nor can we call them fruits. These are fake fruits and ornaments. These are simply decorations. Real fruit is a tree. A living tree that produces good fruits. And so is every Christian, and I hope everyone in the attendance is a fruitful tree. How can I be fruitful? A fruit tree grows from within. In other words, Christians' holiness and virtues are not artificial human decorations. Regardless, regardless how you put up, regardless how you want to look on the outside. The dress doesn't make, there's a French saying, the dress doesn't make the priest.
But the natural process of fruit bearing is from power from within, the power of the work of the Holy Spirit. And may the Lord give us that. Let us ask ourselves, dear Christians, am I a Christian bearing artificial decorations or bearing fruits from within the fruits of the Spirit? You want to go home to take something, and that's the challenge. That's the challenge. In Psalm 1, you know the Psalm 1? The Bible gives us the definition of a fruitful Christian. And I say it, okay, a fruitful Christian does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. What kind of company you keep and who are your friends will show what kind of a Christian you are. He does not stand, it says, in the path of sinners. He steers clear of the lifestyle of sinners. It says also it does not sit in the seat of the scoffers. Separation from sin and from this world is required by every true Christian who is a member of the family of God. And he delights in the law of the Lord. He studies the word, he follows the word, he obeys the word, and this is the true man. And if you want, how to, how can I be a Christian? Read Psalm 1 also. These are things we can, we can take to help us stay fruitful Christians. What are the results if we apply these to our lives? The Bible says, in someone also, he, that person, will be like a tree firmly planted by stream of water. There's no drought. Always fruitful. Always alive. He'll be like a, a tree firmly planted by the water. And what happens when you are planted. And what's the water? The true water that the Lord gives. He told the Samaritan woman. What did he tell her? The water that I give. Will result in eternal life. This water that you are coming to drink from. You will be thirsty again. The water I give. I give will not see thirst in your life. Jesus satisfies There is no satisfaction in this world. Only the water of the true water that the Lord gives, gives you satisfaction and eternal life. Which yields this, this tree that is planted by the water yields its fruit in its season. You will be fruitful. Stay by the true water. It'll be, it leaves its fruit in its season. You look for fruits when you know the season. If you have a fig tree, you look at it around September, August, September, October, you will see there. It will. It'll be there. And its leaf does not wither. 
Why? Because this man, you are keeping walking in the counsel of God, obeying to be separated from this world and living not the lifestyle of sinners, but lifestyle of godly people, what's required in the world of God. How can I be faithful? This is the results. There's a bonus to that. If you're fruitful. And the Bible says, whatever he does, he prospers. Do you want prosperity? Do you want success in life? Just do what the Bible tells you. Stay by the living water. Drink plenty of it. You'll be a fruitful person wherever you go. Represent Christ the way you should represent him. And the Bible says we are true ambassadors. You will be a true ambassador of Christ and Christianity. And people will look at you, will marvel and say, I want to be like him. I want to be like her. Oh, and my question is, what kind of Christians are we? Small heads for prayers. You examine yourself. You ask the Lord, Am I really a fruitful tree today? A true Christian. I come to church, I give my tithing. I love others. These are good, good works. But they should come from within. May God help us. Our Father, may our hearts reciprocate your love. May our lives show the experience within. May our fruits be fruits like the fruits of the Spirit. So we can be effective. We will leave a positive impact on others, Lord. We live in a very dangerous world, Lord. Fear is gripping the world, especially from the diseases that are around us. But with you, we can sail through knowing that the one who is with us is greater than the one who is in the world. Help us to be fruitful, please, Lord, and to show it so that people will come to know you and take you as their Savior. Be with us and help us not to forget to be obedient servants. We mentioned those who couldn't make it today. Many people are ill. We pray that you heal them and keep those who are healthy. Keep them healthy, Lord, so we can come again next Sunday and we'll see them amongst us and we will thank you and worship you again. Dismiss us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.